What's up guys, Jordan here. Today we have another Q&A from you guys, joined by the lovely Luna. And um, these questions have come from various places as always, YouTube, Instagram DMs, and they're about social media marketing, personal branding, and whatever else you ever wanna ask me, okay? You can ask me anything on these. So drop me down a comment if you have any questions for any future videos. But let's get straight into this bad boy today. So, do you think starting an agency is a better idea than an e-com brand, not dropshipping? Uh, it depends, it completely depends on what you're trying to achieve. What do you think? Ecom or or agency? It really does depend. Um, an e-commerce business is completely different to an agency, right? An e-commerce business takes a lot of initial hard work, as does an agency, um, but it's more passive than an agency, I would say. Um, there's less people management, okay? An agency can be a very passive business model, but you have to manage people for it to be passive for you, okay? Whilst I don't do a lot of work inside the agency apart from selling, I still have to manage the other people within the team to make sure everything's going well. An e-commerce brand, on the contrary to that, you can set up and you can spend a lot of upfront time for it to may or may not work based on if you've got the right product, if your branding's right, and your e-commerce product, your e-commerce business really does depend on the product and your branding. I think even more so on your branding these days, okay? Because a lot of people are selling the same products with an e-commerce brand um, and with an e-commerce company, but their branding is what defines the high, the high ticket guys or the guys that are making the sales from the guys that have some shoddy Fiverr-based logo, Fiverr-based Shopify store that isn't really doing well. So um, yeah, it really depends on what it is that you want to achieve from your business. Um, E-commerce brands are also here today, gone tomorrow, okay? If, they don't ha if the product doesn't have longevity, you're gonna have to keep creating new stores. Um, but why not do both? Why not do both? Start an agency, build some capital up, get your cash flow in, and then invest it into an e-commerce product. But yeah, both are great business models, okay? I'm sure I'll have an e-commerce product at some point when I find the time. I need to stop spreading myself too thin at the moment. Was there someone who you watched or learned from when starting your agency? Uh, yeah, I learned from a lot of people when I first started out. I spent a lot of time on Google and on YouTube, watching various videos, reading uh, blogs. And I also read a couple of Seth Godin books, Purple Cow and Permission Marketing. Uh, but what I did was almost like the structure of an online course. I planned out all of the topics that I needed to learn about, about social media marketing. And I just Googled and YouTube those topics and absorbed various bits of information and essentially compiled it, compiled it all together, almost like a spider diagram, right? So I just stitched up everything together, which I mean, these days you don't have to do. When we have resources like the Affluent Academy, you can have everything in literally one place. But for me, I was kind of taking all of these little bit of pockets of free advice from various different places online and paid advice and I was essentially just compiling up my own list of things that I needed to learn. So there's no one in particular that I that, that really comes to my mind, apart from the Seth Godin books, um, just various content creators online. And it, I think it's very important for you to follow in someone's footsteps who is already successful in your industry. So pick someone like me, for example, who has already built a successful agency, is continuing to scale their agency. We signed up six clients in the last 14 days alone, okay? So we're continually building our business. Follow someone who knows what they're doing and just use the strategies that they teach okay because you can do a thousand things to build a successful agency but if you try and do a thousand things at once you're just not going to be successful with the growing number of smma owners because of the fantastic guidance given by you and many others will it be difficult for a new newcomer to start his or her own agency after the next few years 
yes and no, more so no, because we've got to look at this uh, in the grand scheme of things. Okay, let's compare ourselves to our sister agency, our sister industry, uh, like web design, right? Web design has been around since the turn of the 2000s, since the birth of the internet, and it doesn't start new start. Web agencies launching every single year and having a lot of success because they've got better brands, they're using better products, they have new design knowledge, um, there's different tools that you, they're using online, okay? They're innovating constantly, and it's exactly what marketers have to do. And also, a service-based business is not an easy business for you to launch. It requires a lot of upfront work. It requires daily, consistent reaching out to new business owners to try and build your business. It requires losing clients because you've got bad results. It requires getting great case studies because you've got good results and then learning how to leverage them. There's a lot of learning and time involvement. And so a lot of people give up early because they're looking for some kind of get-rich-quick scheme, which doesn't exist. Okay, so whilst there's lots of people starting and learning from people like me, only a small minority, to be completely frank with you, want to be successful enough to actually put in the hard work to build a successful agency. So no, I do not see that it's going to be difficult for people to start agencies because web development is still a booming industry and social media marketing is literally at its birth. How important has your personal brand been in driving your business growth? It has, it has been very important, actually. Um, I wouldn't say that my business success is, a, is, is, is solely a product of my personal brand, but I think my personal brand has been a fantastic leverage point for us building the agency and signing up new clients, as well as Learn Ad and, of course, the Affluent Academy as well. Of course, I have you guys to thank for building this brand and being with me on this journey and, and helping us create content, giving us new ideas, continually engaging with everything that we do because I get inspiration from you guys and we get new business ideas from you guys and we get new opportunities and referrals from you guys as well. And so the personal brand has been a fantastic part of this, but it doesn't mean that just because we have 140,000 subscribers at the time of recording this video, that's what makes us successful because another brand that's only got 1,000 or 2,000 subscribers or followers of whatever platform you're using can be just as effective as a leverage tool for getting new clients. It's about the perception of the brand and the value that you're providing and the audience that you're targeting. And so I always recommend people to start a personal brand, big or small, document your journey, no matter what industry or business you are trying to launch, a personal brand will always be a fantastic leverage point to signing up new clients. It gives you credibility and shows that you are who you say you are and you can do what you say you can do first and foremost. So yeah, I would say my personal brand has been pretty important in the growth of our business and it continually will be. It's, it's always going to be a lead generator for us, as it should be for any of you guys as well. How come you don't live the nomad life like most agency owners? Um, good question. I, of course, have that option, and I've always had that option. I like my home comforts, but I also like to travel. I like to have the best of both worlds if I need to. For example, like we're in Mexico for a couple of weeks, um, only very, very recently, last month, okay? So... I think it's really important to me to be able to have those options, to be able to go on weekends away whenever I want to, to be able to go on holidays whenever I want to, to be able to pack up and say, hey, I want to do a month in Thailand for a month, if, if I want to, which I was going to do last month, but because of the pandemic and everything, we, we weren't able to actually do that. Um, so for me, I need a base. I think that's the most important thing and I'm thinking as I'm answering this I like to have an office and a base and have my desk set up where I'm truly productive when I'm away I find that I'm working on my laptop I'm not as productive as I am when I'm back home and I have my large display so I think that's one thing um, and I also want stability I want a stable internet connection and and that as well so 
Yeah, I get away as much as I can. I think on my first year of the agency, I went on eight holidays. Uh, last year, I went on as many as I possibly could considering the situation. And this year, I intend to go on as many as we possibly can, every two weeks if we could. Um, so yeah, I like the best of both worlds. I like my home comfort, stability, but I also like the ability to go travel if I need to. But credit to anybody who's going to do that, man. It's an amazing life. When so many of our members in the Affluent Academy do are living a complete digital nomad lifestyle. They've got no commitment back home, no financial uh, ties, and they are just traveling about and just living their best life. And it's great to see. What type of camera do you use now for YouTube? Okay, well, as I'm recording right now on a Sony A7 Mark III. Yeah, A7 with the three. Oh, it's okay, A7 III. And I've got a Rode... Uh, Rode Lav, no, not a Rode Lav mic, it's a Rode Mic Pro Plus. It's the big shotgun mic on top. I normally use the Rode Link Lav mics, but I've broken one of the cables, so I've got another one of them on order. And I've just got a standard Amazon based tripod and a really cheap 70 pound box light. So I don't have a particularly expensive setup apart from the camera. I only just upgraded the camera about two months ago now. Before that, I had a Lumix G85, which did me pretty well. It's, it was a 4K camera, but this one, Quality-wise quality with the bokeh in the background is, is, is a different kettle of fish, so that's what I'm using. I also have a Sony ZV-1, yeah, Sony ZV-1 that I'm using as a webcam and also for a vlogging camera. I really want to have my own SMMA, but I never have enough motivation to start. How can I do it better? Uh, you want to have your own SMMA, but you never have enough motivation to start. Okay, for, first of all, to be completely frank with you, if you don't have enough motivation to even start, then business isn't right for you right now, okay? You're not in the right point in your life. You don't want it enough. You haven't got enough desire, okay? Your your pain points aren't big enough, okay? You know you don't need to earn money or you don't need to be in a certain way. You don't need time freedom or financial freedom. You simply don't have them needs or desires within your life because if you did, you would have enough motivation to do so. You need to dig deep on the why and why it is you're trying to do this, okay? I got in so much debt before I started my business. I had to work myself out of that debt. I had to build myself up in a sales-based career, earn a lot of money, realized that finances were not what was going to make me happy, realized that I needed time to be able to enjoy those finances as well, time to be able to spend time with my loved ones so they weren't stuck in jobs as well, so I could give them that freedom or at least open up opportunities for other people. I realized that it was no longer finances, it was time, and then my why was born. I knew that I could not stay in this corporate job that I felt I was enslaved to every single day, working all year for one holiday that was over before it even started. And I couldn't continue my life like that, and I thought about that every single morning when I was waking up at 5 a.m. after reading The Miracle Morning, going to work at 9 and busting my ass every single morning until I signed up my first two clients. I had that why and that desire and it was so strong because I didn't want to live the life that I was living in that moment in time. And if you haven't got that right now, you need to go through some shit, okay? You're not in a point of your life where you, you, you have enough need and desire to actually stretch yourself. And if you want to push yourself in that position, think about why. Why is it that I want to do this, Okay. And that's ultimately going to pull you forward. And if your why isn't going to do that, then yeah, you need to you, <laughs> you need to go through more shit. How was your work ethic, dedication, discipline, resilience at the start of your agency? Uh, my work ethic, dedication, discipline, resilience were the strongest um, that, that that they've ever been in my life. Um, I was so incredibly determined, as I am now. Um, but I was so incredibly determined because after I had that realization, like I just said, that I couldn't continue in this corporate rat race, that me building myself up this ladder, I was a business development director of a sales company at 21 years old, earning over 50K a year, 
pounds, which is like $75,000, $80,000, I couldn't be in that position. My discipline was second to none. I was reading books, I was waking up really early, I was going to bed pretty late, and I was just doing everything I needed to do to get the task at hand done. The most important trait or quality that you've listed here is resilience. Resilience is what is the defining factor or trait between successful and unsuccessful agencies when they first start out. Because it's having that rejection, because I was calling 20 new businesses every single day, 10 and 20 new businesses, and I was getting told way more no's than I was yes, okay? I received so many rejections. And because I was from a sales job beforehand, I was already hardened and resilient to the fact that I was gonna get rejections. I understood that more people would say no to me than they would say yes. And so when I got those rejections, I used it as a learning curve and I moved on from it and I changed things and adapted to the next time I spoke to someone on the phone. That's what new start agency owners are lacking. It's that resilience to a no and a rejection. So if you can take anything from this entire video, be resilient and understand that you are going to be rejected more than you are going to be accepted. That's what's going to define a successful or unsuccessful agency at the start. Hi Jordan, when did you start using a website? Aren't clients eager to see uh, what you're up to? Um, we actually didn't have a website. Uh, we had a jordanplatin.co.uk website, I would say three or four months into launching. And that was more of a personal branding website. It did list that we were a digital marketer. I mean, because to be completely transparent, I didn't have an agency brand until I was way beyond the six figure point, not until 12 months into launching the business. When we launched affluent.co, that was the first time we had an actual agency brand. Beforehand, I was like a freelancer. Everyone was signed to Jordan Platten. In my first couple of contracts, it was literally Jordan Platten. Okay, there wasn't even Platten Enterprises or my legal company name. And so we didn't need a website to start off with. Do I think that looking back, I would have had even more leverage or even more success early on if I had a website? Yes. So if you do have the time and the know-how to launch a website, it doesn't have to be expensive, doesn't have to be complicated. You can create something on Squarespace or Wix, for example, then you should do so. It can take you one evening or a couple of days because it is going to give you a little bit more credibility when people search for your name, especially when somebody sees an email from you with your official domain name, because you never want to be emailing people from an e a Gmail or a Hotmail or anything like that, if they are, for example, the Frederic uh, or Frederike, if, if they are going, if your, if your email is hello at thefrederike.com, then if they go onto thefrederike.com. You don't want them to just see a 404 hour that shows no domain, no website whatsoever. Okay, so you want at least some kind of a holding page or a lead form on that website uh, just to to make sure that it doesn't look unprofessional. So yeah, clients are eager to see what you're up to, but only if they don't see the value in what it is you're providing. No one will ever doubt you if they believe you are who you say you are and you can do what you say you can do, okay? So when I first started out, I did not be asked for a web, I wasn't asked for a website. And when I was asked for a website, I simply said that I didn't need one. What's more important, SEO or social ads for an agency? Uh, if this is for client, I don't know if this is for clients or for building your agency. If so, if it's for, for building your agency, both are as important as each other. If you come up on Google, then it's organic traffic. They're completely different things. SEO is organic. Social ads are, um, are paid, right? Okay, so they're completely different things and they work alongside each other. Your paid ads are gonna be retargeting your, uh, your SEO-based traffic and they're just gonna, it's gonna be like this machine that keeps building. For your clients, again, they want SEO and social ads, but as a business, I wouldn't be offering both of those services unless you know how to fulfill them. Don't spread yourself too thin when you're first starting out. Stick with one service and just scale that. So pick SEO or social ads. If I were you, I'd pick social ads because it's a much higher ticket product and uh, it's gonna be more scalable for you in the long run.
What are your goals for the agency in 2021 and beyond? Okay, so obviously continue scaling. That's a very generic answer. We're signing up uh, between four and eight clients a month at the moment. Um, so we're scaling rapidly, of course. Clients come and go. So we're not just building that client base. So it's, you kind of sometimes you're taking four steps forward, one step back, two step back, it changes. And it's the nature of a service-based business. Uh, we're building the team at the moment. We're currently hiring a graphic designer. At the time I upload this video, we might already have our graphic designer hired so we can improve on our ad copy and create, our ad creative, sorry, but also our social media platforms. So for the agency, we've never really built much of a presence on our agency-based social media pages, which is something we're very conscious of. It's almost a bit hypocritical of us that we preach so heavily about the importance of a social media presence and we don't really have an agency presence. So we're really heavily going to start pushing that in 2021. So I think that is going to give us a lot of leverage with regards to on organic inbound sales coming through and inquiries because we're going to be building a much larger uh, brand online uh, through that social presence. So that's probably our main goals. Keep expanding the team. We need a new um, account manager because Tom's getting getting busy. He's managing 11 clients by himself at the moment. Um, a new graphic designer and build those social channels. Where do you start if you want to expand from freelancer to agency? Well, I pretty much did that myself. I think everybody as an agency owner starts off as a freelancer because you're a one-man band. Um, you need to start with whatever is is your biggest pain point. What is costing you the most time or pain in a day? Okay, is that social media content writing and scheduling? Are you doing organic posting and scheduling? If so, outsource that. Back in the day, I used to do all the posting and scheduling for our clients. Their organic posts that was a pain point for me. So I hired that someone in Bul- I, I outsourced that to someone in Bulgaria who I found on Upwork. By the way, if you're using any of these websites, make sure you vet people. And then we went on to hiring ads managers. Now, if I was a new start agency, I wouldn't be offering a social media management as a service alongside ads because it's time consuming and again, you're spreading yourself thin. So I would build myself up to maybe six to eight clients. So I'm at the point where I'm feeling a pinch on sales and I can't necessarily outreach much more. And then I would hire somebody to start fulfilling those ads. I would personally not recommend people to hire people on commission only when you're hiring for ads unless you have at least six clients to be offering someone. Because if not, you've got nowhere near enough financial compensation to keep someone motivated. If I were you though, do what we do, pay someone a a relatively small basic and then um, offer them a nice financial compensation on top of that for the results they're getting for your clients or per client. Can someone automate completely their agency? I think it means can someone completely automate their agency? Yes, absolutely, uh, you can. Technically speaking, if I didn't want to do any work in the agency, I wouldn't do, have to do any work whatsoever. The only reason that I work so heavily in the agency still is because I want to drive the business forward and continue scaling, right? So if you if you want to completely automate it, right, all you need to do is have people fulfilling your services. Have somebody selling and have someone fulfilling their services. They're the only two components you need to automate your agency, as well as a manager if you, if you don't want to have any communication with your team. But as a business owner, I don't know why you would want to be that disconnected from your business. So if you just want to manage the communication of your team all you need is someone to fulfill the services and someone to sell for you but you need to build yourself up to a respectable level with enough clients to be generating enough revenue to sustain a model like that should a beginner outsource the ads and focus more on getting clients um no i am personally uh inclined to say that you should fulfill the service yourself unless you launch with a partner i think a very good option for people who are very intimidated about running ads is launching the business with a friend one of you sells and one of you launches ads okay 
So you're both focusing on whatever you're most interested in. So pick a numbers guy and you can be the person who's selling, right? Or vice versa. That way you're just focusing on what you enjoy the most and you're not spreading yourself in and you can continue scaling. The negative to that is of course, you're eating into your profits because you're sharing that revenue with somebody else. But it's a great way to scale up for anybody who's intimidated by running ads to start off with. Thoughts on uh, on unlimited graphic design websites when outsourcing ad design? Uh, Good question. I've used multiple unlimited graphic design websites when outsourcing ad design and and for other services as well. That's why we're hiring a graphic designer at the moment. I'm yet to find a unlimited graphic design service that really does do everything I need it to do. The problem with these services, and just to explain it, there are websites out there where you can get completely unlimited graphic design and and video editing for a set fee on a monthly basis without the need to hire somebody in house. Uh, The problem is lots of these services are 24 hour delivery and that's not including revisions. So you could put a request in on a Monday, get your first revision on a Tuesday, then you need to get some changes. You've got to wait till the Wednesday till you get them adaptations and maybe even the Thursday if you want a second revision as well. So it's a very time consuming process and it can be very frustrating indeed. It's great for new star agencies who have no no design savviness whatsoever. So it's great for them. But as a bigger agency, when you've got lots of clients and you need things like that, and you need quicker designs promptly, then, which just means the same thing, then uh, you should hire somebody in-house. So that's my opinion of that. Conversion campaign versus traffic campaign for new brand of practically no sales. Uh, so it used to be that you want to run traffic campaigns because you needed a primer pixel. Now you want to do a conversion campaign because Facebook will optimize for other people who have purchased other products. So conversion campaign every single time. Learned Facebook ads from learnads.io. Will you do this for Instagram ads? Uh, any courses for, for by your long-term follower? Uh, thank you, Vignesh. Um, no, we will not be bringing out an Instagram dedicated course on learnads.io because of the fact that Instagram ads are the same as Facebook ads, right? There are a couple of different creatives. So the only thing you need to learn is the different creative options for Instagram. If you want to launch, launch an Instagram ad, go on placements on the Facebook business manager and tick Instagram newsfeed or Instagram stories. That's literally all you need to do. There's no need whatsoever for a, a dedicated Instagram course. Of course, we'll be teaching other platforms, but Instagram ads are the same as Facebook ads. The only difference is the audience and the placement options. So that is all we have time for today. I'm not sure how long this video has gone on for. I hope you have enjoyed it. Please do share it with somebody else who get value from it. If you have any questions for me for any future videos, drop them down in the comments below. I'll try and answer them beforehand. If not, I'll save them for a future Q&A. And if this is the first ever video you've watched of us, then do subscribe to my channel for any marketing-based content. I'm an agency owner and an online educator for other agency owners and people who want to learn digital advertising. Thank you so much, guys. I'll see you all very, very soon. Cheers.